The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Crazy times. I, I just had a meeting with my mastermind group and I reviewed the minutes from last month to this month. <laughs> what a world change. I mean, whoever thought that we would be living in a world that's changed so dramatically? Um, it, it's crazy. Please, please, please stay safe. You know, continue to isolate. Um, they say that in the next, you know, seven, eight days, we're probably, especially in California, will hit the, the peak and then it should start to diminish. Um, but the good news is we had a very, very productive meeting today um, for, for LEAP, and I'll talk about that in a second. For those of you who don't know why we do these Meet the Mentor interviews, basically we run a very, very, high-powered and intense motivational leadership program for high school and college students. We would be in our 13th year, crazy 13, the unlucky number, um, but this would be the 13th year that we do this at UCLA. It's a one-week motivational leadership program where we bring amazing speakers, Mark Wahlberg, Anthony Hopkins, Paula Abdul, Jonathan Bennett, Michael Strahan, Apollo Ono, the most decorated winter Olympian in history and and a lot of business people and you know part of the program is is just to give students the skills that they need to be successful in life but one of the ways we do that is by introducing them to great mentors we always say the fastest road to success is through copying genius and so we started doing this meet the mentor interview about a year ago where we're kind of giving kids a, a precursor or a preview to what they're going to get at LEAP. And we've interviewed a lot of amazing business leaders. So today, before I introduce our speaker, I just want to give you an update on LEAP. It will be virtual. We just sat down and we went through the program. Instead of starting on July 19th, it will start on July 20th. We will do one week of content, so we'll go from Monday to Friday. We're going to bring in some amazing speakers. I'll reach back out to Mark Wahlberg. Um, Dennis Quaid has already committed. Kathy Bates I'll reach back out to. I'll try and get Elon Musk again. Um, and I mean, it should be an amazing, an amazing program. We also have the capability through Zoom to put students in small groups, so they will have a coach like we've normally done at LEAP. And not only will they have a coach and work with that coach, but we'll also be able to have that coach kind of mentor them throughout the year with monthly meetings going on. So there's a lot of exciting developments starting for LEAP. We already had about 100 kids sign up um, and we're, we're completely committed to servicing them. And my goal, my personal goal is I want to create the best online virtual educational motivational leadership program for students the world has ever seen. And we are working diligently to make that happen. So without further ado, let's meet our mentor. 
This is a very interesting man who was introduced to me by another very interesting man. So Todd, thank you. This is Dr. Sam Bakhtiar. He is a co-founder of Camp Transformational Centers, which has impacted thousands of lives and grown into many locations with a vision of becoming a household name globally. Sam is the CEO of the 1% Nutrition, which is also uh, becoming a premier supplement company in the industry. He has fitness franchising businesses in over 110 locations, um, two supplemental nutritional companies. He also has a bachelor's degree from Pennsylvania State in sports science and life science, and he became a doctor at the Los Angeles College of Chiropractic. He's held over 100,000 people transformation He's helped over 100,000 people transform physically and mentally. He specializes in helping people get into the top 1% in every aspect of their life. And he applies his business acumen and coaching to his 1% club. You can find that online and I'll have Sam give us information um, to helping others become 1%ers by raising above. He's also the author of popular books, the Total Body Transformation Secrets and Becoming a One uh, Percenter. Sam, thank you. Would you like me to call you Dr. Sam or Sam? Oh, you know, Sam is fine. Thank you so much, Mark. Okay. I like to be called Dr. Bill. I don't know. Even mm -hmm. my kids call me Dr. Bill. Um, oh, you, you practice, doctor. I've never practiced. I got my diploma. I became a doctor and I give that to my mom and I started my entrepreneurship. You know, so I never actually practiced as a doctor, even though I became a doctor. But that's why I'm like, Sam is fine for me. You know, I, I love your backstory a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And before we, we delve into your, your whole business and how that developed, give, give our, our, our listeners a little bit of background on, you know, how you came to this country and what some of your big challenges were. Because, you know, a lot of people, I, I know... Personally, a lot of people see people who are successful in their profession and they just think it was like easy, you know, like it just, you know, like, oh, look how lucky they are. And I don't think they realize, you know, the blood, sweat and tears that we each put into success because when you get to a certain level, people just assume that, you know, oh, yeah, you're always there. Yeah. So let's take it back to the beginning. You were born in Iran. You came to this country at a very early age. What happened? So I was born in Iran, you know, um, and my mom and my dad split up when I was three. My dad went to Canada. I never saw him again. And uh, then when I was 11 years old, we came to America because we were getting bombed on every night by Saddam Hussein. You know, and so we came to America. When I was coming to America, Dr. Bill, I thought I was coming to LA and Beverly Hills because that's what I saw on TV. You know, I saw the American shows and I thought everybody was a millionaire and everybody had Bentleys and swimming pools. But when I came to America, I landed in a little town called Sharon, Pennsylvania, which is a very lower to mid-class community, steel, steel mill town with all the stills were shut down in the middle of crack cocaine epidemic and we only had one relative here, which was my, un my uncle, my mom's uh, brother. And he had the grocery store, like a little convenience store in the middle of the worst neighborhood that I've seen to this day. And uh, so my first impression was abandoned building, brick roads, 
pimps, prostitutes, and drug dealers outside. And I'm like, where is, you know, where is Beverly Hills? Where is, you know, all the mansions? And what made it worse was uh, going to school, I was the only minority in school. As soon as I walked in, I wasn't black, I wasn't white, you know, talking about, you know, being called names, uh, getting beat up on, you know, get, you know being uh, bullied, all of that stuff, you know, happened. And what made it worse was I love playing soccer. In 1985, Sheridan, Pennsylvania, nobody has heard of soccer. So my favorite sport wasn't around. So I, was, I told my mom from the beginning, I'm like, this country sucks, I want to go back. You know, I thought I was going to Beverly Hills and I thought everybody was nice and everybody had, you know, mansions and this is not what I signed up for. But of course, my mom said that you don't have that choice. We came as refugees, we escaped the country, we have to make the best out of it. And uh, yeah, that was my first impression of coming to the United States. Wow. So you got here, you went through school, and I think you had a lot of pressure from home to either be like a doctor or a lawyer. And so you chose doctor, right? And then yeah. what happened? Yeah, my mom, you know, growing up, she always said, you can only be three things if you want to be successful. And this is the, the tree, actually. My number one choice is a doctor. Number two is a lawyer. And number three is an engineer. So from very, very, very young, my mom, you know, instilled education for me. And so when, um, you know, I tried I try to put a basketball team, you know, in, 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 in school. I didn't know anything about basketball. I never played it before. But since I didn't have soccer, I thought I, I, I got to play a sport. I didn't make the team. And Wait, was, how tall are you? I'm 5'5 five, five on a good day. Yes, Yeah. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Probably not your calling basketball. Exactly, <laughs> you know. And um, it, it was the best thing that happened to me. At the time, I was devastated. At the time, I'm like, why, you know, why everybody's making fun of me? You know, they don't, have my, they don't have my sport. So my mom said, hey, just go to the boys' club and get better and try out next year. As I was going to the boys' club, Dr. Bill, I saw these guys coming out of this room. It looked like, they all looked like Arnold and Sylvester Stallone. And at that time, the Rocky movies were hot, the, 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 the Terminator movies were all that. And I was like, I want to look like them. So I went and picked in this room and there's a bunch of guys lifting heavy weights, listening to obscene music and, and yelling and screaming. I was like, oh my God. I was like 12 years old, scrawny kid with a big belly, you know? So I started lifting weights. And after a, a little while, I started developing little baby muscles and I started feeling better about myself. And now I started feeling more confident. You know, I started, you know, uh, believing in myself because I see myself getting stronger. And that really changed my mentality and really changed my outlook in life because I was a 12 year old depressed kid because I was out of my normal environment and I wasn't accepted by everyone. And I, when I knew that that's what I want to do the rest of my life, I want to work out and I want to be able to show other people how working out and proper nutrition can really change their life. And that's where my whole trajectory changed. So you basically went ahead, you, you went through college, you finished college, you decided to kind of make your mom happy. So you went and you got your doctorate as a chiropractor. But as you told me earlier, you never practiced a day as a chiropractor. You immediately went into business. How'd that happen? Well, yeah, so I got my degree and I'm like, you know what, I don't want, you know, it's not my passion going to an office all day and cracking people's back and necks and stuff like that. I went to chiropractic school because I wanted to learn all about the muscle, the anatomy, the physiology, the biomechanics, the nutrition, the biochemistry. But I wanted to apply that to my gym. I always had a vision of, you know, helping people transform because throughout the college, I was a personal trainer. 
So when I got out, you know, I started my first, you know, a couple of months after, you know, I borrowed some money from mom, about $20,000 from my mom. And I started my first gym. I didn't know anything about business. I didn't know anything about marketing or sales or, you know, should I set up an LLC or S corporation? I didn't know anything like that. I just wanted to work out, get people in shape and have, have a hobby that pays for my lifestyle. And I found that. And at that time, I was 26, 27 years old. I didn't mind working the hour week to be able to make a decent living. When I made a decent living, I was making like, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand a month at that time. And at the time, that was a fortune for me because I come from Sharon, Pennsylvania, where if you make two grand, three grand a month, you absolutely made it. Right. So, and I was, was doing pretty well and I started doing good. But when I retired from bodybuilding in 2005, you know, I said, all right, it's time for me to slow down and start thinking about a family. You know, I met a girl that I, that I really loved at, at, at the time. And I, I go, you know, uh, I'm, I'm like, I want to start a family. I wait, wait, I love that. I love that at the time. That makes me yeah, think she's like, my ex-wife now. that didn't she's my last too long. Yeah, so yeah, she was my ex she's my ex-wife now, you know. Um, I, I think that I think that came out pretty wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, at the time, you know, I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a, this is the woman for me. You know, I want to I'm gonna retire from bodybuilding because bodybuilding is a very selfish sport. It's all about you working out and you eating and you posing and you tanning and you resting. And um and then I started looking for mentorship, looking for how to scale my business, looking for and start, you know, um, you know, getting more income than my 10, 15, 20 grand a month. And um, that's when I started really scaling the business, started going, you know, doubling, tripling revenue. And so how did you do that? How did you learn that? Because I'll tell you, there's two things that I really focus on at LEAP. And, and I tell this to students all the time when they say, you know, Dr. Bill, how, do you, how did you become so successful? These are the two things I did. Number one, don't wait for opportunities, make them. You did that. You know, you saw a niche where you had a passion and you could explode that. So it wasn't like somebody came up to you and said, hey, Sam, why don't you, you know, join a gym here? Like you went out and proactively did that. The second thing I say is when you do get an opportunity, don't take it, master it. Master it. And that's what you did. So you have this gym, you're generating income of say, you know, eight to $10,000 a month. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna master this now. I'm gonna scale this because yeah, if you're, let's, let's make it easy. If you have, if you're making $10,000 a month in one location and now you have a hundred locations, that's the difference between a car and an airplane, right? Yes, yes. So how did you make that jump? What did you do? Because I know, like, from my education as a dentist, they didn't teach me any business. They didn't teach me finance. They didn't teach me, like, when my business, when my company, Discus Dental, started growing, I was seeing patients all day as a dentist and then going to school at night learning business. How did you make that transition? I knew that for me to be able to scale the business, I need to learn business. Like I said, like you said, you know, they don't teach you that in medical school. So how did you learn it? So, so I just seek mentors. So I remember, you know, I, you know, I, I got a mentor that he was a business mentor and, and I remember this like it was yesterday, you know, and I was very skeptical. 
up that time, man, you know, I never paid anybody for mentorship. I was a know-it-all. Who's going to teach me anything? I'm a doctor. Come on, man. I know what's up, you know? So I keep getting this email from, from this guy. I'm like, well, this guy looks like he knows what he's doing. So I emailed him back and I said, well, you know, what do you do? He goes, well, I mentor people, you know, that's about, about to help them scale their business. And I go, how much does this cost? He said, $2,500 for the year. This was in 05. And I was like, $2,500 for a year. Oh my God, that's a lot of money. And, and I was so uncomfortable because I wasn't into personal development. You know, I wasn't into the fact that, hey, if I pay somebody $2,500 and they show me one thing in 30 minutes that can change my life, I wasn't even thinking like that. So I was still skeptical. I'm like, well, if I'm going to give you $2,500, I got to meet you. You know, I, I'm not going to just, you know, put a credit card over, you know, $2,500. So the guy actually came to the gym. I met him. And very reluctantly, I gave $25. And I was like, man, I hope this works. I hope this works because I never give that money or that kind of money to anything. I'm sure in Pennsylvania. There's no mentors. There's no coaching. You know, so the first thing he taught me was how to work on my business and not in my business. He told me to read a book called E-Myth you know, by Michael Gerber. And I started reading that. I started realizing, man, you know, I can't be personal training people all day long because all I'm doing is trading time with money, you know? And next thing you know, I'm like, well, how am I going to scale back? Because my clients love me. My clients love me. What am I going to do? And then I started scaling back. And I saw like, well, the clients didn't love me. They loved the workout. And I started sliding back. I started, you know, getting my second location. I started learning marketing. I started rate, uh, learning persuasion. I started learning sales and systems. To, you know, I started putting systems and processes together where the business can run without me, without me having to be in it. You know, and you know, you know, a lot of people who start businesses, they they serve the business. The business don't serve them. And I've learned to you know make it the other way around, where you know I can I can the business serves me and my lifestyle. Not and I'm not going to be a slave to a business. Wow, that's amazing. So. Basically, it was really you finding mentors and self-educating. You know, you know I, think, I think it was Jim Rohn that, said, that, that says a formal education will, you know, will make you a living. A self-education will make you millions. And I've, I hate to say this, but I read more now than I've ever had in college. I've studied more now than I've ever had in college. I think by the time I was done, with Penn State and chiropractic school, I was about $150,000 in student loan debt. And at the time, I'm like, my God, $150,000. But this year, every year for the past 15 years, I've spent over six figures a year on my education, on, on, on developing myself. So give us a trajectory. So you, you started your first gym in what year? In 2000. In 2000. And now 20 years later, you have more than uh, 110 gyms worldwide. Give us just kind of a, a, a little summary of how that growth went from one to 110. And if, if you don't mind sharing, you know, kind of, you know, what the numbers were that went with that. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. our listeners would be very interested. Absolutely. So, you know, I started like the first year of 2000, you know, and then, you know, um, I got into a second gym in 2005 and I was fine with having two gyms at one point, you know, in right at 2007, 
between the two gym, I was grossing close to $3 million. And that's gross revenue and I take home. And I was doing pretty well. And I, and I learned sales marketing and everything like that. But here's one thing that I was never taught. And I, I guess if you don't go through it or you don't have a mentor or a dad has gone through this kind of stuff, you don't know. And that was the ups and downs in economic cycle. You know, so 2008 hit. And my God, man, Dr. Bill, I wasn't prepared for it. It literally knocked me down so hard. I went from doing, like I said, close to 3 million to literally 600,000 with bills being still the same. And mm -hmm. now at that time, you know, um, you know my, my then wife was pregnant with our first, you know, with our first ch children, my first kid. This is 2009. I'm minus $314 in the bank account. Um, uh, getting foreclosure notices on the house. And uh, it, was, it was literally like the hardest time of my life, really the hardest wow. time of my life. And I didn't know what to do. So, you know, between 2009 and 2014, I literally tried so many different things and be able to figure out a way out of this mess that I was in, you know, um, and nothing seemed to work. I was depressed because I never want to be that dad that wasn't there for the kid to provide because my dad never provided for me and my wife to be able to be, able to be a provider for the children. So having said that, um, you know, I, I, just, I just got up and kept going. And for people who are listening to this or watching this, I'll tell you this, you know, the life is going to hit you and knock you down. We're getting knocked down right now during this crazy times. Is who actually gets back up and keeps going. If you just keep going sooner or later, something good will happen. I promise you that. But if you sit back in your setback, and just complain and, 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 and play the victim. And, and you know, God is not gonna bless you until he see that he's, you're worthy of his blessing. So even though I was depressed, I was literally so depressed. I was just going through, so much things was going through my mind. I just kept going. I just kept trying different things and trying different things and failing and failing and failing till you know, I came up with a formula. I came up with a formula of group training. I, I, I changed my business model from personal training to group training. You know, at first I was really reluctant because I didn't know how people were going to get results, but I, I basically bring the cost of training down for people. And then, and I would also cost, uh, brought the cost down for the, the business because for with personal training, what you have to do is you have to have one client for each, uh, for one trainer for each client. So as the revenue went up, so did the payroll. But with a group training model, whether it was 10 people or whether it was 20 people in a class, you had one trainer. All right. But to my surprise, that's my surprise is that people stayed longer. They got better results because they're training, but because their friends were there and people enjoyed it more because personal training became a therapy session after a while. Right. So tell us what, what your business is right now. I, I know you have a line of supplements. I know, you know, you're doing personal transformation with these. Give us kind of a, a rough idea as to what your business is right now. Well, we specialize in just weight loss. You know, that's, that's, our, you know, that's what we specialize in. We specialize in weight loss and fat loss. We have, we have a program called a six-week, 20-pound challenge that, you know, that I invented. And basically, you know, figuring out how, look, Dr. Bill, everybody knows how to lose weight. You eat better, you move more. But yet, how right. come nobody do it? You know, because they self-sabotage here. So weight loss is more of a mental game than it is, it is a physical game. So I came up with a formula how to get past that barrier. 
And that's like having a skin in the game, having a prize for somebody at the end of the right. tunnel. And when I, when, I, when I did that and combined all the right pieces as far as training, nutrition, supplementation, and the mental game, we just started blowing up. So in two, we started blowing up in 2014, uh, we started having our third and fourth location, you know, and 2015, we went to 15, 20 location. You know, 2016, we went to 70, 80 location. Wow. You know what I mean? And that it, it just went like this. And as you started to grow that rapidly, you need to build like a whole network of, of team players to be there. You got to have club managers. You got, I mean, that's like a whole different level, right? It is, it is. And I wish I, I, wish I, I was doing a better job that, than that. Who, helped, who helped you run all this? You know, part of, a huge part of my success is because of my business partners. You know, you know I brought a, a couple on. Um, I, I soon realized that I'm not the day-to-day guy. I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm not very good at day-to-day operations. I soon realized that, you know, that's not my thing. My forte is sales, marketing, business opportunities, revenue. And once I realized that I brought in the right people and they did all the hiring, they did all the day-to-day job, you know, and I, I focused on what I'm really good at. And together, then we became a, we, we became who we are now, and we are able to scale. How many employees now total? Three hundred. Three hundred employees, hundred and ten locations, and your business has grown and grown and grown. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, let me ask you this: What's next? I mean, you 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 know, you've got this great accomplishment. You, I know you have a a, a plethora of different nutritional products and bodybuilding products and weight loss products. But what's next? You know, I love, you know, what we have done, you know, my gyms and my programs have helped hundreds of thousands of people, you know, literally transform their life, not just their body. You know, what I like to do in the future is to try to reach as many people and help as many people as I can. And I want to do that. And the only way I can do that, I can't possibly have a gym everywhere in the world. You know, so the only way I'm going to do that is by, you know, doing more mentorship, more, more, uh, more mentorship online. And that's what really my, my, my passion is right now. You know, my gym is like a, my gym is like a kid that has grown up, you know, and, and it, that is on the way to college. It doesn't really need me. We have, I'm just an advisor to the gyms now. You know, we have CFOs and CEOs and field supervisors and, 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 fitness and franchise business consultants and, and, and district managers. You know, and every once in a while we have a meeting and they, they want my input on something and I give them my, my input overall. So I kind of feel like an empty nested right now. I'm like, okay, well, my gyms are doing fine. He, you know, they're gone. They're getting taken care of. Now, how can I make a difference? You know, um, you know, I never thought in a million years I'd be in this situation because all my life, you know, I was paycheck to paycheck. All my life, we had to move from house to house to house. All my life, I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. But to be in a place where now I'm like, okay, you know, don't get me wrong. We all want to make more money. But now impact is a lot more important than money because my business I love that. is that. I love that. Well, prior to us going online today, you told me that you would like to help me with Leap. And I would love to involve you more because the world needs more people like you that are not so self-centered and really are looking out for the good of all mankind. And you have a very, very important component 
in health and nutrition that you can help add to it. So we're going to talk about this offline and see what we could do to involve you more. But I'm so happy that we got to meet. Um, if I have students or people that are listening that would like to contact you, is it what's the best way to reach you? Should they DM you on Instagram or? Yeah, you should DM me on Instagram. It's Sam. What's Baxter. your Instagram? Sam S A M B A K H T I A R, and they can text me directly. They can text me directly at nine zero nine two hundred forty fifteen. Thank you. That's awesome, Sam. Well, you know, in closing, I just want to say, please, 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 be safe. Stay home. You know, for every adversity, there's always something positive that comes out of this. And I think the positive thing is this is a really good time to bond with your friends, with your family, to work on projects that we just, you know, don't have time to do. So, you know, as my great great grandmother used to say, this too shall pass and it shall. But when you come out on the other side, be better than you were going into this. With that, Dr. Bill, over and out. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.